This program was pre-recorded at Sun Bear Studio. Hey, Shark fans, it's Melinda with another episode of Heard It on the Shark. And today I'm so happy to have Chris Llewellyn, who is the director of the Tippa County Development Foundation. And we are going to talk about all the job opportunities that are in northeast Mississippi. So, Chris, thank you so much for coming in today. You are so welcome. Thank you for inviting me, Melinda. There's a lot of good stuff going on in northeast Mississippi. I noticed that there is a job fair over in Alcorn County, and you guys are planning a a job fair in Tippa County. That's correct. I'm sure there are more that I just am not aware of yet. And I wanted to talk to you today about people who are entering the job force for the first time, maybe lots of seniors who are about to graduate this next semester, and maybe they're going to get their very first job. I know that traditionally we have always taught people, you know, you graduate from high school and you head off to college, but that is just not the way it is anymore, is it? That is very true. That is very true. I think that that, um, the stigma of, you know, you got to go out and get a, some type of college degree, whether it's associate bachelor's or even master's. And that's been there for a long time. I think we're getting to a stage to where that is no longer such a stigma in and of itself. But the truth is, it's no longer needed either. It's not needed. And it's also true that uh, especially places like Northeast Community College offer so much online that you can get a job and go to school all at the same time, which is great. Absolutely. Okay, now, you know, there's all the talk about the the brain drain in Mississippi. So our best and brightest feel like they got to take off and, and move to another state in order to get a good job. Is there any truth to that? I would say absolutely 100% truth to that. I think one of the, when I first came into economic development, that is one of the terms that I heard quite often. And it took me a little while to really understand the essence of what they were talking about. But it is true. And it does go back to the stigma uh, of having the college education. But what's kind of what's worse than that stigma is, is then you come home and, and we've almost thought, well, when I get my college degree, whatever that may be, then I got to still go somewhere else to be successful. And so we're trying to really change the mindset of both of those, to be quite honest with you. you college isn't for everyone. I know that it is perfectly for some people and some, some have set goals that require that. But also, I believe there's so much opportunity and so much demand here in Tippa County and the surrounding counties that you do not have to leave the state. You can have a very successful career right here in Northeast Mississippi. With no college training. That is correct. Okay, so if you're one of those people, or if you're uh, a shark listener right now, and it, your child or grandchild is about to graduate and enter the workforce, what would you say are the keys to success for those people? Well, I'd say the keys to success is, and I've talked to some seniors already, and can I put a quick plug in? Uh, of course. Uh, to This is kind of going out to administrators within our county, both South and North Tippa, that if they there are any um, principals or administrators that would like me to come and speak to their senior class specifically about some of the things that you and I are going to speak about this morning, I would love the opportunity to do so. So that's my plug for that, and hopefully I'll get some invitations to do so. Even outside the county, would you Even, go talk? Because our listeners come from all over yes, North Mississippi. Yes, absolutely. Uh, my passion is big enough to take me outside the county. Would would be glad to do so. Fantastic. Um, but when we talk about the you know, what is the key to success? I think when you, you really have to start with uh, your mindset. I spoke to a group not too long ago, and I really I told them that, you know, your mindset on the day that you walk across that stage 
will go a long way toward your success once you enter into the workforce, no matter what your career or what, what you're pursuing at the time. One thing that we need to get back to, and this is unfortunate, but it's just reality, is that if you're going to be a success, effort's going to have to be involved. Nothing in life comes easy. If it has, it's probably been short-lived. I'll put it that way. But effort is defined as we put forth both physical and mental power. It has to come from either or, depending on the nature of whatever job you're in. But somehow we've changed. Somehow the workforce has gotten this mindset that they no longer work for the employer, that the employer works for them. And I got to tell you, that's just really backwards. We need to understand that when we go into the workforce, we are there to make the employer successful. And therefore, we in turn can be successful in and of ourselves. When you have that mindset that's kind of flip-flopped, you're really spinning your wheels and or going backwards. And I can remember just real quick, personal. I can remember when I was in high school and working part-time. After my first paycheck and I got my hands on real money, there wasn't a negative thing you could tell me about my employer. I would defend my employer to the nth degree no matter what because I was just proud they were paying me. And we don't seem to have that similar mindset anymore, and that's unfortunate. Okay, so step one is get yourself in the mindset of I need a paycheck. Right. And I'm going to do my best every day. So a good mindset is, and anybody can have a good mindset. Right. That is true. All right. Now, what about being able to get to your job? I mean, we live in a place in the world where everybody just doesn't have good, reliable transportation. What are the kinds of things like that that you need to consider? Well, transportation is huge, and I'm going to say that's probably in one of the top three things that employers are looking for. I'm going to go quickly top one, two, three from, okay. from what I'm seeing out there is the first thing that we talk about is the number one thing that employers are looking for these days is a term that's called soft skills. Now, a lot of people, it's a brand new term. They don't know what you mean. I we, don't know what you mean. <laughs> okay. Well, you can look at it as, as personal skills, but I'm going to give you kind of a quick formal definition of soft skills, and then I'll kind of give you my version. Of, of what soft skills are. But soft skills basically are character traits that determine how well one would handle themselves when interacting and working with different people. They're ultimately the skills that one would need in order to excel at the workplace or even in their personal lives. Now, that's kind of the formal definition of soft skills, and that entails many different things. But how I describe soft skills is it's our ability to get along with others and put our best foot forward in each and every situation. The workforce, the real world, is obviously give and take. Uh, if you look at it in any other way, you're going to have an uphill battle. So you have to get along with others. Others have to get along with you, and you have to learn to work well with others. There are certain expectations that you know, any workforce, any job position, whether it's professional or whether it's a trade skill, there are certain expectations that we have to adhere to, not necessarily take for granted, but we have to adhere to. And people need to understand us. We need to understand people. People have an expectation of how we show up for work each and every day. And that means showing up in proper work attire. Now, that sounds funny to even have to say that, but when you show up in house shoes and pajamas to the workplace, there's something really wrong with that, and we've seen that. So you wouldn't think we'd even have to talk about soft skills, but it is a real thing and something that maybe we would want to expand on later on down the road. Okay, go ahead. Well, and then you talk about the, the transportation. Transportation certainly is an issue, and it's an issue in any rural area. Um, there are many companies, many workplaces that are trying to, you know, think outside the box when it comes to transportation, providing uh, routes, uh, even purchasing their own 
transport buses to pick up employees and things of that nature because the demand for workers is so high. So having adequate transportation and pre-planning for adequate transportation before you ever show up for that first interview is very, very key. We have a lot of folks that carpool, and that's kind of the norm in a rural area, and I get it, and some people have to. But if the driver of that carpool is sick, then however many people's in that carpool also run the risk of missing the day's work also. So it's very important. Okay. Now, I'm going to go back to this job fair okay. thing because this is a brand new idea. Mm-hmm. I mean, five years ago, would you have imagined that there would be now hiring signs everywhere and job fair where a person with with not all that many skills could walk in and be offered jobs? I mean, you literally, the one I went to with you in Tippa County, mm-hmm. You walked around a circle and you got to meet, I think there were 20 different industries in Correct. there mm-hmm. and they all had job applications. They were all ready and willing to talk to you and hire you. Right. And so you had to be on your game when you walked in that door. Correct. Because a job interview is tough. Correct. Okay. So give us some ideas. What are some good steps to take before our shark listeners show up at one of these job fairs? Well, I'll reiterate that we as far as seeing this coming even those that kind of knew we were headed in this direction i think reality is we weren't as prepared as we thought we were for the need for adequate workforce so now you can go to a job fair without having to schedule an interview for x y or z company that sometimes you used to schedule weeks in advance you can show up at a job fair and Sometimes you'll walk away from that job fair and you know where you're going to be the next day because somebody's going to hire you on the spot. So the key to that is, is just as you would prepare for a job interview for a particular company, if you know you're headed to a job fair, you need to be prepared. Now, it's, it's a little more generic and a little more wide open in your preparation because you'll be talking to probably different companies with different types of work skills that are needed, whether it's technical skills or maybe even professional skills. But you still need to be prepared. You need to understand what you're going to be able to tell them about who you are. You need to be able to answer the question about uh, availability, about transportation, because those are going to be consistent. Whatever table you're sitting at, those will be consistent. Like, Um, for instance, if you have children and you have to be off work by the time they get out of school, you mm -hmm. need to be able to say to each one of those employers as you go around the circle Mm -hmm. what hours a day you're available, what kind of transportation, how how reliable it is, that sort of thing. What we need to understand is, is that the workplace has become more flexible than we think it may or may not be. I've heard so many times that even before you walk into an interview or even before, well, there's no need me showing up for this job fair because I have to be here, here, and here, and I can only work this late, so I know they're not going to hire me. What I would tell you is show up. You'll be very surprised that work schedules have become flexible across the board in many different industries. So don't take that for granted as that you're going to automatically be disqualified. I don't think any good worker is ever disqualified anymore. You know, that's just the world in which we live in. So I would say this too, very important. Just as you would show up for a formal interview and hopefully look your best and be prepared, do the same for a job fair. Not saying that you have to show up in a complete business suit, but I would show up for a job fair at least business casual, not wearing the latest trendy things that we see day in and day out, but have the mindset of being business casual no matter who you may talk to on that particular day. Be prepared. Wear your best clothes and be clean. and Absolutely. And look like you're maybe going to church or out on a date or something nice. at at least, yes. And another thing that I think is very, very important is we live in a day that communication has changed radically 
it's hard for even professionals to sometimes sit down and have an adequate conversation without one being interrupted because of all of the electronics that we have on us at any given time. But I would say it's so important to the mindset of these people want to have a conversation with you. Uh, it's not always just yes, no, maybe, you know, so, and I know that that's difficult. A lot for our younger generation, you know, they can talk to you for hours on end by pushing buttons when you're sitting side by side in the back seat. But when you actually have to have a conversation, we sometimes just go blank. Keep so, good eye contact. Absolutely. Leave your phone in your pocket. Turn it off. Mm -hmm. Turn it off. Because even a glance down can give your employer a key to what's important, and it's the electronics that's in our pocket. So turn that thing off and don't let it be a distraction to keep you from getting an opportunity that could pay dividends down the road. Okay, let's talk about seniors who are going to graduate. Before you graduate, you have an English teacher who will help you with a resume. Correct. And a resume doesn't have to be this big, pretty thing with a picture on it. It can just be a list of your contact information and such as that. Right. That is correct. I think that having a resume in hand, doesn't matter how short or long it is, having a resume in hand shows that you're prepared. Having a notepad and a pen in hand shows that you're prepared to ask a question or shows prepared that you're to write down, you are willing to write down key information. Having references with you, I think is so key because like I said, you can walk into any job fair these days and you may walk out with a job and sometimes those references are needed and you don't know when somebody's going to ask for them and when not. So those three things, have the resume, have your resources and, and have something to jot down on shows your employer that you're serious about being there. And I think that's a real key, certainly in today's world. If you're 17 or 18 and you've never had a job, what references would you give? I would certainly give, you can give teacher references sometimes, but you need to make sure that you ask those teachers ahead of time to do that. If you've never had a job, you can go to your parents and say, hey, you know, what professional contacts do you have that just know me over the course of time? Churches are a wonderful place to, to get references for business people that, you know, they don't have to know you front and backwards to be a reference. So there's, it's easier than what people think a lot of times for sure okay chris we could talk i think you and i could talk about this for another hour but our Easy. time is <laughs> our time is up you'll have to come back in april and give us an update be glad to i'll be glad to okay this has been chris llewellyn the director of the tippa county development foundation i appreciate your time so much Thank you very much. Melinda, can I say one quick thing before we close? Please do. I want all of the, we've been talking a lot about the seniors that are graduating in May. I want all of those seniors to know that this is a good time. The opportunity is there. If you want to go out and create a career and be successful, you simply have to go out and do it because the opportunities are here more so than a long, long time. Yep, Chart fans, I got to agree. If you are looking for a job or looking to level up into a better job, there are job fairs out there. I'm seeing them all over the web and on Facebook. So go out and find them and get your life in a better place than it is right now. That's right. Thank you. Go make it better for yourself. Right. All right, Chart fans, have a great day.